The rewards of God's Elijah ministry through you outweigh the costs. David W. Palmer Luke 1 13, 17 TPT But the angel reassured him, saying, 17, He will go before the Lord as a forerunner, with the same power and anointing as Elijah the prophet. He will be instrumental in turning the hearts of the fathers in tenderness back to their children and the hearts of the disobedient back to the wisdom of their righteous fathers. And he will prepare a united people who are ready for the Lord's appearing. Birth through a word from God. We have seen from the Bible narrative that the birth of John's Elijah type ministry didn't come about in the normal way. The angel, Gabriel, announced his conception. Luke 1 13 net, but the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, you will name him John. Luke 1 24-25 lived, and after these days his wife Elizabeth conceived. And she hid herself five months, saying, 25, So has the Lord done to me in the days in which he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. When the angel brought these words to Zechariah, he wasn't speaking on his own authority any more than Elijah was when he declared and enacted what he heard from God in the mountaintop cave. Gabriel was merely vocalizing God's still small voice to Zacharias, but this was clearly the word of the king. The still small voice spoken through Elijah released three very significant ministries into the earth. The same voice spoken through the angel to Zacharias also released a prophesied and momentous ministry. What is that still, small voice saying to you? About whose ministry is he speaking? Is it yours, your children, or someone he has called from the next generation? Elijah spoke and enacted what God told him, he threw his mantle over Elisha. God used John in the same way, he announced and declared the ministry of Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, John 1 29 ESV. God used both Elijah and John the Baptist in this aspect of ministry. This is what he will again do in our day through us, if we carry the same spirit and power. Through the intimacy he has forged in his relationship with you, God can use you to hear his heart's intention to release new ministries. What you hear whispered in your ear, be prepared to shout it from the rooftops in God's timing and as he leads. Matthew 10 27 DKJV, What I tell you in darkness, speak in the light, and what you hear, privately, in the ear, preach, proclaim, from the tops of buildings. Once the angel had spoken and released the word of the ultimate king, then Elizabeth conceived and bore Zacharias a son. Interestingly, the word conceived in Greek means, to clasp, that is, seize, arrest, capture, conceive. This is not a passive word, implying that they received their promise automatically once God had said it. No, it implies that they took hold of that word, sowed it deep within their hearts, and nurtured it until it was birthed. No doubt, like all births, the gestation period had its testing, stretching, and painful times. However, because this was the desire of Zacharias and Elizabeth's hearts for such a long time, they fully grasped the opportunity to birth a ministry of eternal and heaven-valued impact, and they willingly went through whatever the process required. The angel continued. Luke 1 14-15 and KJV, And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. 15 For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Bringing the Elijah-type ministry to birth, ultimately, gave Elizabeth and Zacharias great joy. Many others rejoiced with them, eventually. However, first they, especially Elizabeth, had to undergo a grueling and testing gestation period. This has various stages, from the initial morning sickness, 
through the swelling and stretching, to the increasing birth pains. Are you going through a spiritual gestation period right now? You may be going through the morning sickness of having just received the implanted word of a new ministry. Perhaps you are undergoing stretching, because of the growth of what is nearly ready to be birthed. Or maybe you are at the stage of painful contractions and labor. Despite the challenge of this season, you will soon be rejoicing when the birth comes. No one can share your pain, but many will rejoice with you when they recognize and have revelation of the significant ministry that comes forth from your life. God bless you. We also see that the angel said that John the Baptist would drink neither wine nor strong drink. No wine speaks of the Nazarite vow that God described in Numbers. Numbers 6 2-4 NKJV, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When either a man or woman consecrates an offering to take the vow of a Nazarite, to separate himself to the Lord. 3. He shall separate himself from wine and, similar, drink. John the Baptist was to be removed from wine and intoxicating substances, and be separated to God. This symbolized a life dedicated solely to God. In other words, John would seek first God's kingdom. In preparation for the return of Jesus, we too should seek to separate ourselves completely to God, removing ourselves from anything worldly, according to the leading of the Holy Spirit for us individually and as a group. This would include anything in our lifestyle that could cause a brother or sister to stumble. How to decide what is or is not appropriate in this area is covered by the principles of conscience. Today, according to God's calendar and time clock, you probably have already been experiencing the birth pains of what you are bringing forth. No doubt, many will rejoice at the birth of this ministry, but remember how holy and serious this is. The new ministry phase of your life will need to be as focused, dedicated, and separated from the world as John was. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. I repeat, this is a high and holy calling in ministry, one requiring full focus and complete separation from distracting and discrediting worldly pleasures. But, after fulfilling this new assignment in God's way, the rejoicing will go on forever. Hebrews 11:24-26 NKJV, By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 25, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. 26, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Matthew 25 23 NKJV, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant, you have been faithful over a few things, I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Hebrews 12 2 NKJV, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God.